Take social studies off the back burner with time-saving, easy-to-prep, and engaging resources at your fingertips. If you're a third through fifth grade educator who wants engaging and quality social studies resources all in one place, wants to maximize your time to prep and teach social studies, and you want social studies to be fun for your students, you might be a good candidate for the Smart and Simple Social Studies membership. This is something that I'm currently in the works of finalizing and putting the finishing touches on. You can get on the wait list to be notified when the membership will be open. All you have to do is go to smartandsimplesocialstudies.com. Once you join the wait list, you will be in the know on when the membership will be open next. This is the Social Studies Teacher Podcast, a show for busy elementary teachers looking for fun and engaging ways to easily add social studies into their classroom schedule without feeling overwhelmed or pressed for time. I'm Kirsten of the Southern Teach, an educator and mom who is passionate about all things social studies. I love sharing ideas and strategies that are low prep and easy to implement, so let's dive in together. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Social Studies Teacher Podcast. This is all about utilizing timelines. This falls right in line with what we've been talking about this month, all about nonfiction, um, such as current events and biographies and all kinds of good stuff. So timelines would be another text feature that you would probably be utilizing um, around this time of year. And so hopefully this episode is helpful. We're going to share some tips in teaching with and utilizing timelines in your social studies classroom. So I have six tips for you. Really, in short, timelines are super powerful tools in the world of social studies. It allows students to visually grasp the chronological order of historical events. It helps us visual people like myself be able to kind of better see the big picture of when things are happening rather than it just be spoken aloud. This is also really great because it helps them understand a little bit more about the actual historical event and it makes it more tangible. So again, we're going to be exploring six tips to effectively teach and use timelines in your upper elementary social studies classroom. So tip number one is to start out with the basics. You got to pre-teach some vocabulary. So you want to make sure they understand the concept of time and key terms such as decades, which is, you know, every 10 years, centuries, every 100 years. Also, eras. There are certain eras that might range and thinking about how that kind of correlates in the different time spans. Also, use relatable examples and discuss the order of days, months, and years, and how, of course, um, we're thinking year first, and then also looking at the month next when comparing, and then the date. So that's kind of the main thing is if they're trying to reorder and organize different events from first to last, the main thing is the first thing. They can't look at the month. There's the same month 
but there's different years, they have to see which one is the earliest, which would be the lower number. The larger number would be the more recent number. Also thinking about where things are organized, thinking about how if you're creating a timeline, the earliest will go from left to right. So earliest to latest, left to right, or it could be from top to bottom where the earliest is at the top and then the latest would be at the bottom. You know, the main thing to also think about when I create timelines with my students in upper elementary, we're really thinking about the dates and the specific events. And we might think about maybe some type of illustration that goes with it if we're building a timeline or just like a couple, maybe a sentence or two about that specific event. But those are some just basic things to think about. And having this foundational knowledge will help students better understand the purpose and structure of timelines. So tip number two is to create interactive timelines. Make them interactive and hands-on. Having hands-on learning is really vital, especially for really abstract concepts of time. And it's just a really great way to kind of have students really dig deeper into where things are fitting in. You can provide materials for students to create their own timelines using posters, index cards, or you can try to have them do it digitally. You can allow them to physically arrange and manipulate events, and it fosters a deeper connection. So before they glue down different events, try to have them practice a variety of dates and events on the topic that you're teaching and then have them work together to practice rearranging things and so that they know where things are supposed to go. And you can always do a quick check to see if they're ordering things in the right way. And once you give them the okay, then they can actually glue down those events and dates to create their timeline. Tip number three is to connect timelines to personal lives. A really great way to practice with timelines is to have them create timelines of their own lives. So they would note significant events such as when they were born. That's obviously the very first of their life would be the very first event is them being born. So their birthday, their maybe really memorable vacations, family milestones. Maybe they had a sister added three years after they were born. Maybe they started school at a certain time or a certain year. Maybe they went to visit some family in another state and maybe, you know, their first plane ride. Have them create their own timeline. And doing so can give that personal connection to help the concept of timelines be more relevant and relatable. I love doing this activity with my third graders, especially, especially because it's such an abstract concept. This kind of really helped help them understand it a lot better. Tip number four, incorporate visuals and multimedia. Enhancing your timelines with visuals or multimedia elements include pictures, maps, even videos if you're doing a digital timeline. Thinking about illustrations if you want them to draw out the events themselves. This can also help provide context and make historical events come to life and become more vivid. Having this multi-sensory approach can cater to different learning styles, and it also reinforces key concepts. Something I'm just thinking off the top of my head is maybe do something different, unique, 3D, use modeling clay or Play-Doh that they have to, you know, they create their timeline of a certain 
uh, historical events such as the American Revolution or the Civil War or their lies. And they're using different colored Play-Doh or different colored modeling clay to create their sculptures. That's kind of a fun way to make it unique. Tip number five, use timelines for sequencing and cause and effect relationships. So the another thing you want to teach students is to use timelines to understand the sequence of events and how things are related to certain things, identifying cause and effect relationships. So when one event happens, what is the effect of that specific event later on down the line? Discuss how one event leads to another and explore the consequences of historical actions. This analytical skill building encourages historical reasoning. So if they're organizing their timeline and they have a bunch of different dates, it would be kind of they'd be able to see, okay, well, oh, this event happened before this event, that wouldn't make sense to put it after if it's happening before. So if they know certain events are happening in, you know, let's say the annexation of Texas happening in 1845, well, the annexation didn't happen before Texas had their independence in 1836. So we know, okay, yeah, they were independent before they were eventually annexed into the United States. So I know that their revolution happened earlier in 1836 and the annexation happened later on in 1845. And so they can kind of self-check and swap if they need to. All right, here's tip number six, compare and contrast timelines. Encourage students to compare and contrast timelines from different historical periods. This is a fun one. Discuss similarities and differences, helping them recognize patterns and gain a different understanding of, again, the historical context. Maybe you can have some type of timeline comparing the American Revolution with the Texas Revolution, if that's something you want to do, your state's revolution history. I'm not sure of any other state that had a revolution other than the Texas, but maybe some type of state history and also thinking about how, let's say, maybe when your specific state came in to be a state compared to the entire timeline of U.S. history. So like when the U.S. became a country and then when your state became a state. But in regards to the Texas revolution versus the American Revolution. If you actually kind of look at the broad scheme of things, the American Revolution was much longer than the Texas Revolution. The Texas Revolution was only a couple of years. The American Revolution lasted for about a decade and maybe even a little bit longer just because of the conflict happening before the actual war. But that's just kind of an interesting way to kind of see some comparisons and have students kind of see a more nuanced view of history. So To sum everything up, I'm going to recap the tips. Number one, start with the basics. Number two, create interactive timelines. Number three, connect timelines to personal lives. Number four, incorporate visuals and multimedia. Number five, use timelines for sequencing and cause and effect relationships. And number six, compare and contrast timelines. Incorporating timelines in the upper elementary social studies block can definitely transform your history lessons into more engaging and dynamic learning experiences. By following these tips, you can help your students develop a strong grasp of timelines, cultivate critical thinking skills, and unlock the interesting narratives of the past. 
Hope you enjoyed these tips and this episode, and I'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to the Social Studies Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, hit that subscribe button and leave a review. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can also find me on Instagram at the Southern Teach. I can't wait for you to join me in the next episode for more teacher tips and strategies. Something's a brewing at the Southern Teach TPT store. If you have not heard already, I'm in the works of creating a year-long social studies curriculum for communities, Texas history, and U.S. history. The guided smart and simple social studies curriculum is daily lessons and activities that are bite-sized and can easily be implemented in 30 to 45 minutes. It's teaks aligned for all you Texas teachers, but it's still flexible enough to use in any order or with any state curriculum. And each social studies unit has everything you need to simply teach social studies. Easy to follow lesson plans, guided notes, practice activities, exit tickets, and so much more. It's everything you need to implement engaging social studies lessons that students love and teachers enjoy because it's so comprehensive and super easy to prep. Right now, you can purchase any of the bundles for 20% off. If you're interested, you can head over to my TPT store. The link is in the description, and my name is The Southern Teach.